Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, this is Stu Hodum with Believe in the Media Guide on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? Hours before the NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Championship's first four tipped off last Thursday, the NFL and its media partners announced new agreements through 2033. Sports Business Journal reported the NFL will receive $10 billion a year for 11 years starting in 2023. The publication reported that while CBS, Fox, and NBC doubled their fees, ESPN had a 35% increase to $2.7 billion annually, the highest price tag among the NFL's partners. Jimmy Patero, the chairman of ESPN and Sports Content, says he reached his goal of not only extending parent company Disney's relationship with the National Football League, but also acquiring new rights. I've been consistent for several years now that we very much value our partnership with the league and, and, and that we'd be looking to, to not just renew, but expand our relationship. And, and this deal does exactly that. So we could not be more pleased with, with where we netted out. Chief among Disney's new rights is a return to the Super Bowl rotation for the first time since ABC televised the 2006 big game. I say Disney, which has the rights to the 2026 and 2030 games, because the company plans a megacast strategy that we've seen for the college football playoff and Monday night football games last season, beginning with the Las Vegas Raiders home opener. Hans Schroeder, executive vice president and chief operating officer for NFL Media, looks forward to league partners reaching new audiences in new ways, like CBS did with its Nickelodeon wildcard game. We're excited about it. Um... You know, and, and, and if you've seen what we've done um, over the last decade, you know, across our media rights has really been a concentrated focus on continuing to grow availability and grow the different experiences with how fans can engage with, with NFL live games. And that's both the game itself. It's the content around the live game. Um, and you think about this deal coming on the heels again of what we did with ESPN and Disney starting in week two in Monday Night Football in, in Vegas and what we did around the wild card and all the different you know, assets and, and, and forms of delivery uh, and production they did around those games. Um, that has us you know, nothing uh, but excited. And, and obviously, you know, we're, we're talking a lot about in this conversation, our partnership with Disney, but we've seen that with some of our other partnerships. And we know um, our fans, you know, our, our fan base is big enough that I think there's a good chunk of our fans that want to engage in these new experiences, not only on different screens, but with different forms of delivery. And, and we think the creativity, the expertise that Disney brings on the production side and the assets they bring to distribute, um, you know, those experiences, you know, we couldn't be more excited about uh, what, they're going to do with the Super Bowl when when they get it in a few years. In order to line up its agreement with the other networks, ESPN did a deal for 2022. Burke Magnus, ESPN Executive Vice President of Programming and Original Content, explains how they got there. In the last round of deals, our deal went one year shorter 
then NBC, CBS, and Fox. And so we had to do a, essentially a one-year bridge for the 2022 season uh, before getting into these next rounds of deals that were announced today that begin in 2023. So it's got 2022 will essentially look a little bit more like 2021 and less like 2023 in terms of all of the new elements we uh, announced today. There's a couple new elements in, tw- in 2022, but it was really to get us uh, onto the same uh, timing as uh, the other broadcast partners. And so what was announced today starts in 2023 and then continues in our case uh, for 10 years. Bataro notes the new rights that will begin in 2022 and then expand from 2023 to 2033. For both the 21 and the 22 season, all of the foundational components from our current agreement will be included, plus some select elements from the new agreement. So in 21, we're adding, we're, we're, we're adding the, the, the two Saturday games with playoff implications um, the, the last weekend of the regular season. And then for 22, um, it's, it's, it's the same as 21, but as Burke mentioned, there's, there's some additional games that are being added. So the, the Sunday morning ESPN plus game, uh, plus one additional ABC Monday night football game will be added for 22. And then in 23 is when, you know, all the components of the new, new deal kick in. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about ABC's Wide World of Sports celebrating its 60th anniversary next month. Milestones are meaningful for Disney. And in 2020, the company celebrated the 50th anniversary of Monday night football. Patero explains the importance of the MNF franchise. Monday night football is, is such a big part of of who we are at ESPN and and it's not just me if you if you were to talk to our employees and our executives there, there's so much pride that we take in 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 that game every week and you know as, as a result when we sat down with the league and and to be clear you know, these discussions took place over an extended period of time they were incredibly productive Obviously, this was not overnight. Um, one of the first conversations we had with the league was around, you know, Monday night football and, and, and how do we, you know, renew that, but also expand. That expansion of rights includes an increase of top team appearances and flex scheduling for week 12 and beyond on Monday night football. It also will see a 35% increase of regular season games to 23 a season across ESPN, ABC, and ESPN+, which will stream one exclusive national Sunday morning international game annually, beginning in 2022. A year later, Disney will add a divisional round playoff game to the wildcard game it already televises. Schroeder fleshes out the NFL's plan for Disney's two Saturday games with playoff implications on the last weekend of the regular season, starting in 2021. Well, this is the Monday Night Football package at its core. There's so many new elements around it, whether they're the now nights where we'll have two games, on one on ABC, one on ESPN. There's the, the, the last weekend of the year, and really what we think Disney's uniquely positioned to do to create that event is really the start of the playoffs is the last week of the regular season, all the way to every year, they're going to be extended with a divisional game uh, as part of their package and going deeper into the playoffs and then ultimately through Pro Bowl. So, um, you know, I think it's a Monday night package at its core, but it's actually, to me, it's, it's a really evolved and, 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 and package of games and adding things like flex, which is just a win-win for everybody where we make sure that 
you know, we're getting the best game into the best window, both for our fans and our partners. So uh, we couldn't be more excited with how, how these conversations uh, and where they led to. Could ESPN add to its ESPN Plus inventory with the NFL Sunday ticket package when AT&T's DirecTV contract ends at the conclusion of the 2021 season? Patero reiterates the interest already expressed by Robert Iger, executive chairman for the Walt Disney Company. I'm just going to echo what Bob Iger said on an earnings call a couple of years ago, which is or, or maybe a year ago. I don't remember exactly. But, you know, we've had exploratory conversations with the league. Um, Sunday Ticket is an incredibly valuable product. It's, it, it's interesting to us. And, you know, when the league is, is ready, we're interested in having that conversation with them. Streaming is an important part of the deal for all broadcast partners with CBS and Paramount+, Plus, NBC and Peacock, and Fox and Tubi. Also, Amazon secured exclusive rights to 15 Thursday night football games, as well as one preseason game per year on Amazon Prime in the U.S. However, the NFL's importance to traditional TV is foundational. As former Fox Sports chairman David Hill told the LA Times, this is a very good deal for the league, and what it does is it consolidates broadcast television for at least the next decade as the most powerful platform for football. The man who launched the NFL on Fox continued in his colorful way. In what's becoming a very moist swamp of broadcast television, the NFL is becoming the only rock on which you can balance your schedule. Schroeder, Patero, and Magnus echo Hill's sentiments and look at streaming as another way to grow the reach of NFL content. While digital is growing, the traditional TV ecosystem is still incredibly rich, incredibly deep, incredibly broad. You know, we reach over 200 million people a year through television. You know, we're getting 40 telecasts a year with over... 20 million people watching. Um, and so, you know, going back to the heart of it, and again, what I think a partner like ESPN and Disney do so well is, is for ours, continue that wide reach, which has already been, always been really important to us, but look for ways to add to that and augment to that. So, you know, for I don't think it's a question of either or at this point. Um, and, and we're certainly excited about the opportunity that Disney's going to have to grow new platforms with our content but the existing and traditional ones are still really big, even if, if, if they're not growing like they once were. And there's still a ton of our fans that we know look there first to, to get our games and our content. And I, I, I yeah, mean, the, sorry, sorry but, go ahead, Jimmy. One quick thing, and then I'll, and I'll turn it over to you. I, I just would highlight ratings. You know, I, I, obviously last, last season was an anomaly, um, but if you look at, you know, ESPN specific ratings, but I think the league in, league in general, we were up between five and 10% for the 18 and, and 2019 seasons. So we were on a very good trajectory, you know, pre-pandemic. Um, and we're excited to get, to get back to some normalcy with next season. Go ahead, Burke. Yeah, I was just going to say Hans's point on the either or was the right one, which is you know, this is we don't look at the at at, at uh, distribution that way at all. This is bringing the full array of the Walt Disney Company's distribution platforms to bear, from over-the-air television to multi-channel subscription cable television to digital and social, and now direct to consumer. And you know, every single one of them is important uh, in their own way, and that's the way we're looking at deals uh, at this moment in time. You saw it last week uh, with our NHL deal. 
While the networks and Amazon increase their content, Schroeder notes the cupboard isn't bare at NFL Media, which moves from Culver City to its new headquarters near SoFi Stadium in Englewood. The NFL Network's going to continue to be a, a, a really key part of our overall media strategy, and they will definitely have games. Uh, we have seven games today, and that'll continue. They'll continue to offer the red zone. I think they'll continue to offer, you know, to me, and, and with all due respect to the great job the collective ESPN team does, but you know, in my own humble opinion, they do, you know, our, our, our folks do maybe the best job of bringing the NFL 24-7 and in a time like now with free agent and the frenzy and and what that platform delivers and increasingly now on digital and the social extensions. I think you'll see NFL media uh, continue to be a really important part of everything we do. And, and as we think about these deals and these partnerships, obviously the partnerships themselves are really important, but it's also how within those conversations, we're continuing to make sure there is an opportunity to grow and build our own assets. And similar to what we are admirably seeing in, 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 in the Disney side, we think there's an opportunity to do more with our assets, to build more of a direct to consumer presence ourselves. And um, you'll see us continue to do that across you know, all our assets with NFL media. Magnus mentioned ESPN's return to the NHL. Patero addresses how Disney's assets are brought to bear in deals like the NHL and NFL, which find great value aligning with ESPN's parent company. This is a new approach to deals. Uh, this specific deal is a reflection of, of the overall approach we're bringing to, to sports rights deals. You know, using the unparalleled power of the Walt Disney Company, including, as you, as you mentioned, multiple linear networks, um, direct-to-consumer, digital, social. You know, as, we, as we sit at the table and speak to our partners, um, they understand very quickly that we're looking to acquire rights for all of our platforms. Um, and and, and we, you know, over the past couple of weeks, we've been successful in that regard. In addition to the rights already mentioned, the annual Pro Bowl will stay with ESPN, which will extend and expand international rights, including Latin America, the Caribbean, Africa, Oceania, India, ESPN Deportes, and more. The agreement includes the NFL draft, which ESPN began televising in 1980, highlight rights, and the continuation of current shows and development of new NFL-branded programming like NFL Live and other storytelling vehicles across digital and social. Patero says all of this content follows the philosophy of his boss, Disney CEO Bob Chapek, in providing value to shareholders and fans. We have a history of being strategic and disciplined when when acquiring rights, and, and that philosophy has not and will not change. And uh, Bob Chapek said it recently, we, we do deals that add shareholder value. And when you look at what we've acquired here in terms of the, the game inventory, regular season, postseason, flex scheduling, quality of schedule, this is no exception. You know, we, we now have more value than we've ever had before. So, so yeah, we feel really good about this. And we also feel like this, this deal is, is a win, win, win. It's a win for us. It's a win for the league. And it's a win for, most importantly, our, 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 our fans. Thanks for listening to Believe in the Media Guide. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. And find us wherever you get podcasts, including Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm on Twitter at Hotem. H-O-T-H-E-M as in Mary. 
Stay tuned and stay safe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.